When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the Ingles and Ian podcast. It is not Jacob Ingles. He is out on some personal business. I am Ian Nickel, and joining me is literally the granddaddy of them all. <laughs> Our grandfather, Cowboys <laughs> Riper, great grandfather. How are you, man? Doing all right, Ian. Doing all right. Glad to uh, glad to be a last minute sub. That's always. <laughs> Well, we, look, we always appreciate the uh, the last minute subs uh, from you, and uh, I think Cole did one as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we appre- I appreciate it as always. So uh, we are recording this in the middle of the Oklahoma State Cleveland State game. This is their first. I think this is the Cowboys' first game in about a week because they had a bye week. It is halftime. They are up forty six to forty five thanks to a. Go ahead, uh, three pointer from Avery Anderson to close out the first half. So, you've been watching this. I uh, I was doing some other stuff. So, what if uh, what's impressed you in this game, or what are some notes that you have for this from this game? Well, it's it's essentially just the opposite of what's been going on, and and <clears throat> Brendan uh, Manzer uh, referenced it as they were just about coming out of halftime. They're they're actually out on the floor. They're about to start the second half. Yeah. That up until this point, it's really been OSU's defense that's kept them in games, and they couldn't throw it in the ocean. And if you had shown me OSU's halftime stats uh, without seeing anything else, they're shooting 56% from the floor. They're shooting almost 43% from three. Um, I, would, I would have said, hey, they're 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 blowing somebody out of GIA and Cleveland State is just absolutely backdooring them and offensive rebounding them to death. Uh, they OSU got out rebounded 18 10. By the way, I need that white Nike cursive cowboy on the chest quarter zip that Mike Boynton's wearing. Just get all the gifts of you throwing money. Just give me the, just <laughs> that, that is, that thing is so oh, just clean. That's it is nice. So clean. It's ridiculous. Oh, that thing is, I'm just, I'm like salivating over that. But anyway, I digress. Um, I, you know, I don't know what happened to him this game defensively. Um, I think one of the things I can't stand about them defensively is you get a team like this that's going to Princeton you to death. Just all the backdoor cuts and the the second and third passes. You know, guys, the minute the ball starts moving quick, guys just know how to cut into space and cut to the basket. And to me, it's like, okay, take a step off the pressure defense. 
and force them to work around the perimeter a little bit. You know, they're only, they're not, they're not, they're not chuckers from deep. They've only taken, they took six threes in the first half. I think six, they take six, nine, sorry, nine. They were three for nine. They were three for nine. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're blowing you up from three. I mean, Oklahoma state took 14, I think. Yep. Six uh, of 14, six of 14. So, um, you know, and again, get your affairs in order. Bryce Williams is hitting threes. So, uh, I don't, it's just, it's a weird, that was a weird half of basketball relative to how Oklahoma state's played up to this point. I would say this up until this point, And I've watched a lot of games and I actually, uh, attended a game up here in Connecticut where they actually looked pretty good. You know, they looked okay. Um, they are playing like a team that knows that it doesn't matter. And, and I would say not necessarily in a good way, right? I don't mean that like they, like they don't care. That's not a don't care, but they're playing kind of loose with the ball, playing a little bit, you know, sloppy here and there, um, you know, maybe, they're playing a little bit free in the wrong way because they're like, Hey, so you know, what the hell let's go, let's just go after it and kind of play loose and nobody cares. Cause you know, we're, we're not going anywhere anyway. Um, I mean, it's like they're playing in ways that make me think that they're not practicing, you know, as disciplined as they should mm. be, but that's an amateur looking at it, you know, from, from the outside. Um, yeah, I, I would imagine. I would imagine that it'd be really hard, and I think we'll harp on this a lot this season, that it's probably really hard to get motivated for a season which you can't play for anything, unjustfully. But that, that has to be really hard, and it's got to be really taxing. Like, hey, we got to play this game. But in the long term of things, like win or lose, it doesn't really matter. And they're 6-3, and three, and like, I think Cleveland State won their conference last year. Yes, so, and yeah, they won their conference, and they were picked to win it again this year. Yeah, so I, it's not like it's like a cupcake. I mean, the the, the OSU is facing formidable opponents. I think Oakland is in that same conference as Cleveland State, and they are competitive there as well. It's just, uh, I mean, we're I mean the the second half just started, so we'll kind of take a look at what yeah. you're saying here, but yeah, second half just started and you know, it's like that. That's just a sloppy play. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say Cleveland state's good. They're scrappy little good team. This one kid, uh, not, uh, golly, he's got kind of an odd name. Uh, he's just been a handful. Uh, who is he? Is Chameleon. Gamillion's been just a handful, a uh, yeah. you know, so he's got, it's, listen, he's got six, five and four right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's been, he's been pretty yeah. good. They're just, they're, they're a good team. They're a disciplined team. They're, they're veteran, you know? So I, I thought the, the halftime interview Avery Anderson gave, you know, it was pretty mm-hmm. like bull Durhamish had all the quotes, you know, and then mm-hmm. they asked him, what was the vibe of the team? And for whatever reason, that tickled him a little bit. <laughs> and he's and he kind of smiled. He goes, 
I don't know. He goes, there's a lot of weird, weird dudes or weird guys, something like that on the team. (laughs) (laughs) That is wild. (laughs) It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So now almost we're kind of almost heading into conference play and before conference play, you have this game, you have Houston and you have USC. US, uh, USC is in Oklahoma City. Houston's at Fort Worth. Both of them are the, in the top 15. Then you have to take on Texas Tech, Kansas, and Texas. Yeah. So, so, so let's just five go straight back. Rank, five straight ranked opponents. Yes. Five straight ranked opponents. You've got right now, upcoming – Number 14, number mm-hmm. 10, number 25, number 7, and number 17. That's just cool. well, and and then you throw into that West Virginia, who are there. West Virginia is nine and one right now. Yeah. Right. And then who do you play after West Virginia? Baylor, number one Baylor. <laughs> okay. Then you play TCU, who right now is eight and one and looking pretty tough. I mean, this. <laughs> the te- the and then you just have to turn around and play Texas again. And then, then you have to play State, Iowa State, who's undefeated, right? Uh. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's just like this is going to be. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if Oklahoma State somehow in that whole stretch, including these non-conference games coming up if they somehow managed to go 500 in that stretch that would be the most gargantuan gargantuan victory ever yeah i uh, it's going to be absolutely tough and i houston's coming off a heartbreaker to uh alabama i believe uh where i think they got called for goaltending on the last play so that's tough. They're probably going to come in motivated. They have to make the trip up to uh, Fort Worth. Always yeah. used to travel down south. So I, I wonder. Like you see a lot of those neutral site games for basketball. Uh, do I wonder if players like actually like those? Do they like doing those, or is it like football <sighs> where they're not a big fan of the neutral site games for like what like game one, where they can go to like AT and T Stadium or whatever. Yeah, I, to me that neutral site business. I don't know. It's it's like for a you know for a big game like a season opener, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, when Oklahoma State played Florida State a few years back in football, yeah. they played uh, Mississippi State, you know, in football, you know, a, a season opener, you know, where it's just a ton of hype. Sure, you you get up for that, right? Yeah. Second, third game of the season. Um, you know, basketball, the middle of a season, you got this kind of off thing. You go, I mean, I, I, I would just, as a player, I don't know that I would care for it. I either want to be in my place mm-hmm. or I want to go into somebody else's place. But there's right? like, when they have those tournaments at Madison square garden, I assume players get hyped up for those because, Hey, we get to play in the world's most famous arena and all yeah. that. Yeah, and, no, if they get to travel some, you know, yeah. like that, like a special event, they get stuff, they yeah. they get treated to things. I'm sure they yeah. get some goodies on the way. They get to go to New York City, 
Yeah. You know, or, you know, they even up here, they got to go to Mohegan Sun, the casino, right? It's yeah. like, okay. Is that an travel. NCAA violation? <laughs> go to the casino? <laughs> I'm sure they were roaming around a little bit. <laughs> but, it, like, do you remember, like, I think it was 10 years ago, or I think they had Michigan State and North Carolina on, like, a boat? To play a basketball game? Oh that, no, that was Kansas and uh, there was like it was Michigan State, like Duke, uh, Kansas. No, 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 no. That's the championship. That's like the Champions Classic where they like rotate it. I'm talking about like that Air Force. Yeah, where they played on the ship. Plus. Yeah, Can- Kansas was involved in that. Ah, uh, type it up. I can hear you typing. You are the, yeah, you are I'm, the, you are the, you are like the searching dude on the podcast. I yeah, know I, I can am, tell when you're looking stuff up I am, yes, <laughs> when I'm I listening. Am, mm-hmm. I, I hate that it's that loud. So I am, uh, super oh, sorry. that's all right. I'm, I'm terrible. I have a, I, I prefer a mechanical keyboard. So it's really hard to find, uh, you know, what you'd call a quiet mechanical keyboard. <laughs> this game has just turned into a mess. What They're just happening? running. They are just running up and down the floor. Balls getting turned over. Sloppy passes by both teams. Steals. OSU makes a sloppy play, and then goes down and causes a turnover. And they come back down and uh, God. oh my God, that's it. Get your affairs in order. Bryce Williams hit another three. Um, people, yeah, dude. Okay, you- so this is what I found. Yeah, okay. Um, I it, I thought it was called a different thing. I thought it was called the Armed Forces Classic, which what they've done in recent years is they went to they started in 2012. They went to Germany, Korea, Puerto Rico, Japan, but that game ended up getting canceled because of uh, dangerous court conditions. In 2015, so who was who was it supposed to be? Uh, in 2015, Gonzaga and Pitt. Oh, then they did Hawaii, Germany, or Germany again. Uh, but I thought they actually did play it. They did. That one's called the Carrier Classic. They did Uh, that on the USS Carl Vision. Yes, with North Carolina and Michigan State. Oh, there you go. You had it. <laughs> you I don't want to be like, oh, I told you so, but no, you ripped that one out. But I there was another game. There was one on USS Yorktown with the Notre Dame women and the Ohio State women. Oh. And then there was gonna be a game, another game after that with Ohio State and Marquette, but that got canceled. And they're gonna to try to do it on another one in Jacksonville, Florida. That got canceled. And then in 2012. Uh, they did one in San Diego with Syracuse and San Diego State. That's just uh, the Michigan State. I mean, I remember a big game and two big name teams. I just for some reason thought Kansas involved, but I, that's yeah. just that's just nuts. I wish we would do that again. Let's get another game on a boat. No, they should that's play. That's just hilarious. But they should play while they're out at sea, while the yes. ship is sailing. <laughs> play. I mean. What the yes. heck? If we're gonna do it, let's do this right. Let's go take them out in the middle of the Pacific, you know, and and oh, have a man. game. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
We're alive from the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and the we're, ball is thrown out of bounds. We are out of <laughs> basketballs, folks. We're out. Of, that's it. They've all gone overboard. The ball, the ball was was uh, looked like it was going in, but a wave came. A high wave came <laughs> over the bow, and oh, there's a uh, whale. <laughs> we have a t- we have a timeout because the court's wet. We got to dry try yes. to dry stuff off. Oh my. Oh. Come on, let's have a little fun with it, guys. <laughs> anyway, a so, game, a game unlike any other. So, uh, quick, quick side, quick tangent: Is uh, Matrix Rev, uh, Resurrection going to be any, any good? The new Matrix move, man. I don't know. I have seen. I think I've seen Matrix One and a little bit of two because I know Roy Jones Jr. was in that one. He had like a mm. cameo thing in there. I don't think I ever saw the third one. Yeah, could I be. saw. I saw all three, and it's pretty pretty normal. Uh, what I would call run of the mill um, sequel stuff, where the first one's magnificent, second and the third one were eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what they uh, we'll see what they screw up with uh, this one, but. I don't know. I'm I'm like, oh, you're you're gonna ruin this dang thing. There's there's only, as far as I'm concerned, a couple. Well, I don't know. Let's see, three move, three 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 series of movies. Can I say series of movies where I thought the sequels were just well, either one or multiple of the sequels were just as good as the original, right? Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the Star Wars stuff. And I know there's people who want to have a problem with the Star Wars stuff. I thought all the movies were enjoyable, watchable, had the stories. You can nitpick them if you want. I get it. The junkies can hate them. But I enjoyed all the Star Wars movies. And I I saw the originals when they first came out. Okay. Never mind I was in high school when that happened. Um, So... That don't start laughing. Don't start laughing. It's not funny. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So wait. So Star Wars movies. Um, there was another one that came to mind that I can't think of. Um, the Dirty Harrys were were pretty okay for the most part. The Dirty Harrys of Clint Easter. There were there was one of there were maybe one of them that was kind of stupid. But um, but it didn't matter because all you needed was him to go shoot people up. That was it. That was the whole point of it. Uh, this game has just turned into a mess. Oh, Bryce Williams has put the spin move on somebody. No fouls. The ball's all over the place. Um, God, what's it? Oh, there's a charge. So what's the other? There was now. I'll throw Toy Story in there. Okay. Okay. Toy Story. All good. Uh, but there's another, uh, there's another one, not Star Wars, a more traditional one where they were all pretty good. Um, I'll think of it in a minute. Do you, do you have any that? Yeah. <laughs> a recent one is Venom. I really like Venom too. Oh, you uh, did? Yeah. Because I liked the first, I liked the first one. I haven't seen the second one. The second, I like, no, no, don't get me wrong. I like the first one too, but the second one, the second one is just, it's funny. There's a lot more jokes in it. Oh, okay. And it, I think it's, um, I don't want to say, because they're, they're both different in, you know, different ways. One kind of, you know, is more serious and brooding. And then this one is just like, hey, 
let's make Venom funny as frick. So I, I thought it worked. I thought it all worked. Right. All right. So um, now I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, you should. Um, I, my, my thing with Star Wars, I think you can definitely make an argument to where you could say, oh, yeah, you know, one, two, and three. And, you know, so when you say nine. one, two, and three, you talk about the, the original three, or are you talking about episode one, two, and three? I'm talking episode one, two, and three. Okay. Like, because they had a bigger budget and, you know, technology was a little better. It, the quality of the movie is better, but that doesn't necessarily mean like the plot or anything is better. So right. they're, they're all different in their own way. I'm, I got friends that are Star Wars junkies and I'm kind of, I'm pretty casual. I think I liked, I liked uh, the force awakens. I thought the other two, and I forget their names. I thought they were kind of meh. But they weren't like, oh, this is abomination of the series or whatever, you know? Well, what, it's not like I walked into it and went, oh, that was god-awful. Yeah, that was just horrible to watch. I watched them all. And I thought, I thought of my other one, Lord of the Rings. Oh, you like, oh, yeah, Hobbit, because Hobbit's kind of up there, too. And um... I've never watched the Hobbit ones. Oh. I just, I just, I just haven't. I should. Oh, you were just meaning like the series. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings, oh. just the, those those three, right? Yeah. Okay. I was I was I was grouping them. So I thought you were saying Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. They go pretty no. well together. Yeah, I never I didn't never watch the uh the other Hobbit the ones that came after, right? Those came after. Yeah. There were a couple Hobbit ones that came after. They're not bad, they're pretty good. I'm going to have to probably. try this out because I really enjoyed the Lord. Oh, wait, do we have to talk about OSU stuff on here now? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this is a good movie tangent. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, I feel like I should probably talk about OSU sports. Because <laughs> here's the thing. There's not that much OSU sports going on right now because basketball had an off week. Yeah. Football's still – like, they're still preparing for their bowl game. I mean, you want to bring up the pain of Jim Knowles leaving and, uh, you know, the, the losing the Big 12 championship? Not really. We could talk about <laughs> well, but, it, but like. But listen, we could talk about Gundy's press conference today. <laughs> I, I Did, think there part of me thinks he's trolling when oh, he's talking dude. about a defensive coordinator. Can I just tell you something? That guy is so now kind of in his lane with dealing with the questions about stuff. And I thought he was going to break out the, I don't give a, you know, a rat's ass about Twitter <laughs> thing today. When, when they said something about, you know, rumors or whatever, he was, Oh, I don't, I don't respond to Twitter or I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't answer to Twitter, <laughs> but then his comments, you know, it's, I think the thing that his comments about hiring and looking for a defensive coordinator, I think what that, what those give away is the fact he has clearly been working on it. He has clearly had conversations with the staff internally. Um, and that, that, that it's just because he would never, he would never trot out in a, in a press conference like that and say the things he said if he's not discussed it, had a pretty clear, you know, he's set the table, right? He has set the expectation. 
like guys, look, we got obviously people we're looking at, you know, we're, we're working on the bowl game. That's our focus. You know, I'm sure there's guy there. I guarantee you there's gotta be people internally uh, who would be interested yeah. in being elevated to that position. I, and, and if limits, yeah, he would make to me the most sense. I would, I would think, but just think about it. If you don't have anybody on it from a defensive coaching standpoint that says, Hey, Gundy, I, I want to be the man. I, you know, Casey Dunn wanted to be the man. You know, if you don't have that on the defensive side, you are so stinking lucky because you've got some good defensive coaches who now have been in Stillwater a long time overall. I mean, you got a lot of dudes that have been there a number of years, like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years. And that's just unheard of, you know, and they're good coaches. They're good recruiters. You know, I think that's the, that's kind of a thing we, you know, it's, it's really hard with Casey Dunn when everybody yaps about, oh, he, you got to can him as OC. You can him as OC and you've just, you've just sent our best recruiter packing. That dude can recruit. He is an, an incredible evaluator of under the radar talent um, and has been from day one and uh, just really, you know, that's a weird situation. But, yeah, I think uh, that it, it absolutely shows that Gundy is he's, – he's on this. He's eyeing up. Mm -hmm. I guarantee – now, do you think, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think if you were a betting man is forget filling internally for a minute. Mm -hmm. He hires externally. Okay. Is he hiring someone from FBS or is he going to hire someone from FCS? If you had to put your money on it. Man. If you were going to hire anywhere FCS, I feel like it had to be North Dakota State just because they've been so dominant. But I mean, is he that would be a gundy thing gym? to do, wouldn't it? Right. Would wouldn't be it? Hire I mean, that'd be But what about, I mean, because you think about Knowles, right? Knowles was an FBS yeah. sitting yeah, he, there at he, Duke. He Nobody Duke, ever heard yeah. of him. Nobody yeah. heard of him. He, um, could, he could be trying to do that again. That'd be something. Uh, I think, I think if he's going to hire outside, I think it'd be FBS because I mean, you, I mean, FBS is a different ball game than FCS. Also, yeah. um, we now know where Spencer Rattler is going to transfer to. Would you like to take any guesses? Okay. If, if the football universe wanted to give us all a win, it would be Texas A&M. Or Texas. <laughs> That'd be Where? funny, but it is not. Kansas. No. <laughs> That'd be funny too. <laughs> uh wait, wait, let's get well, Bama, no. Y USC. <laughs> it's not US. Well, you know, it's a different USC. South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Um, wow. That's I kind of like that move. Him and uh, I, I'm guessing him and Shane. Well, no, 
he wasn't there for Shane Beamer, was he? No. No, 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 because this was his first year. Oh, right. So Beamer was, yeah. was there. Okay. Wow, South that's, Carolina. That's interesting. That should be interesting to see what happens. I mean, look, I mean, if they were six and six this year, they'll probably be seven and five. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, you never know with this stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, you you I never mean, know. Look what the hell, look what Oklahoma State did. Oklahoma State went eleven true. and two and played for a bit their regular season. They I mean, you you could argue arguably they won the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. In the Big Twelve. They had a chance to play for the title, lost. If they had won, they'd have had a shot at the college football playoff, which it turns out they wouldn't have made it. But if you, you please, who the hell knows what's going to yeah. happen, right? There's, it's like, that's pretty uh, interesting. That Caleb Williams, he stays put. He stays put. I think that's, point, I think he's staying put. Yeah. At this point, yeah. I think he yeah. stays put at this point. All right. So, just here's South Carolina's schedule. Georgia State at Arkansas, Georgia at home, Charlotte, SC State at Kentucky. They host AM. They host Missouri at Vanderbilt, at Florida, home against Tennessee, at Clemson. Woof. They could, do, they could do pretty well. They could do pretty well, right? Like, uh, that. They could I, do pretty well. I have a, I have a toss-up about Kentucky and yeah. A&M. Yeah, those two are toss-ups. I, and we don't know how well Florida's going to be. We don't know how well Tennessee's going to be. Clemson could stink again. Who knows? But, I mean, that's not – that's a big first test, though, against Arkansas at Arkansas. That'll be yeah. interesting. Your first two game, your first two of your first three games are Arkansas and potentially, you know, the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs, potentially. Yeah, right. So that that'll it's, be something. That'll be interesting. They are. God, look at all those quarter zips, Ian. They're all the coaching staffs all wearing those quarter zips with dude, the cursive on the, the chest. Co- dude, I they I bet they like that so much more than wearing suits. Oh they dude, have to just, love it. Oh, uh, just just let what happened? What's up with uh, Bryce Thompson? He's uh sitting. Yeah, so he was out he's tonight. Out. Um yeah, he's out tonight, but it's not saying why. He's uh he's obviously he's obviously probably not like He's like the flu or something because he's sitting right amongst everybody. So he's he must have a like a bad ankle or something. He's got yeah, probably something like that. And also, you probably want to get him rested for. Well, I guess they've been off a week, so he doesn't really need to. Yeah, be rested. they're not rest. Yeah, they're not resting. They have not had a humongous rotation tonight. Cisse, Cisse has been dealing with like a family member or something, so he hasn't played that whole month. Like Cisse. Uh... He's got he's got one rebound. He played tonight. He's got one rebound. Good um, stat. That's one more rebound than I have. That's one. That's one more rebound. Yes. Um, yeah, they, Moncrief, Smith, Newton, Walker, they, and Boone. they played and they eleven guys. They played eleven guys. So I don't know how many minutes 
Yeah, but like, has, but like, but Williams, uh, the guard, what is it? Dar- Darren, Daryl, uh, Rondell, no, Donovan. Uh, the Donovan, 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 Donovan Williams, thank you. Donovan Williams started. Yeah, um, has he been starting though? No, he is not. I'll bet okay. he started because Bryce. Bryce Thompson's on the bench, not playing. That's probably probably That's right. Why he started, but you know, who, you, Woody Newton's been playing. Yeah, that I, I mean, I like seeing that Sy- the the Syracuse train because that that was yeah. who like, could kind shoot. of a big get. Yeah, another kid so. who could shoot till he came here. <laughs> I swear that's how it is. I think like when the Thunder got like a sharpshooter, they just went cold. Yeah, that might be. And by the way, I want to I want to answer the, the our. There's an expert going back and forth with myself and one other guy on Twitter. Okay. And uh, wait, wait, wait. We're gonna we're gonna call him out right here, uh, live on the show. Not bad. It's not <laughs> off. I'm not yelling curse at him or anything. But uh, there was a debate going on about what the biggest problem was for Oklahoma State because I'd put out uh, where. Oh, here we go. This is the whole string right here. Where is it? My original tweet was zero shooters, right? Never mind. It's a half yeah. a basketball where Oklahoma State has shot yeah. the best they've shot all season. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so this guy says, shooter, uh, Casey Jordan, uh, at, at, at Casey underscore Jordan 008 on Twitter. Casey Jordan. I'm looking this up now. Shooters, shooters isn't the biggest issue. Which, by the way, Casey, right there, shooters aren't the biggest issue. Not shooters isn't the biggest issue. Okay, we're going to have a problem with this already, just grammatically. But no, he was arguing that shooters aren't the biggest issue, need dudes to crash the boards. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, shooters, of course, in the moment, you're correct, Casey. We were getting out rebounded. They were killing us on the offensive boards. I... And the end of the argument, really, for me, is, With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. It, it, I said you can, I can teach the rebounding stuff. You can't teach shooting. Now, of course, you're correct, Casey. You can coach shooting, right? Take it from an ex-golf professional used to teach all the time, all right? I could teach people club selection. I could teach people how to manage the course, right? How to make certain decisions in certain moments based on what you do or you don't do. But then you have to put a club in your hand and you have to swing it. That's the difference between coaching defense, coaching rebounding, right? Anything like that. That's the difference between that and shooting a basketball, right? One of them is just really strictly understanding the physical nature of what's going on and getting you know used to a flow. The other has nothing to do with anything except your brain. Okay, your mechanics, generally speaking, aren't as ultra critical, right? Yeah, good mechanics help, just like in golf, good mechanics can help. But if you got a stroke that you can repeat and you think you're going to make shots, 
you'll make shots, right? I mean, there was a dude who played for uh, Houston back in the day, like way but five slam a jamma. Dude shot a curveball. I'm not kidding you. He shot a freaking curveball. Doink. Thing went in, man. So, sure. Can you coach shooting? You can work with a guy on shooting. You can work with him, whatever. But, you know, I, I used to talk about it all the time. Look, if I want to change your equipment, right, something just mm-hmm. purely physical about what you do, I could do that in, in a couple weeks. I could change the physical nature of how somebody went about playing the game. If they wanted to change something mechanically about how they swung the golf club and impacted the ball, a year. You want to change how you strike the golf ball? It's a season. If you want to do it right, it's a season or at least half a season, right? Depending on the complexity of it. But you you, you start taking something that people don't have to think about and make them think about it. That just, that don't work. I mean, they talk about it in football, right? How Mm -hmm. the, the defensive players, you're playing a complex system. Okay. You don't want to have to think about it. Gundy talks about it all the time. You know, he's thinking about it. The young guys come in. Oh, you can tell he's out there thinking about it. He's not just going, it's not instinctive. Right. And to me, that's, that's the difference between coaching defense, you know, coaching rebounding and coaching shooting is two the first two minimal mental, you know, need. I don't need you to be confident to rebound. I don't need you to be confident to play defense. I just need you to understand how to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we can coach you in that with shooting the basketball you could have the prettiest stroke in the world. And if you're not confident with it, please, it's, it's, it's just horrendous to watch. And I think that's what you've got right now with Oklahoma state is a team that overall is not incredibly confident shooting Now tonight. You know, they're, they're doing pretty good, right? Maybe this, maybe this is something that gets them over the hump. Uh, Of course they haven't played, played a lot better defense here in the second half, I think, but, uh, we haven't been paying that close attention to it, but it's, <laughs> it really, you know, it, you, to go back to what you said, dude, let's get it. Let's bring us back to something you mentioned, you know, about there doesn't feel like there's a lot of OSU sports right now. Part of that, I would argue is that neither men's or women's basketball is really getting us. Now nah, they're not hooking us right now. Yeah. Right. The w- women are, women are struggling right now. They've played a tough schedule to a degree. But, you know, they're not looking real strong. It's looking like it's going to be an off year for them, which, okay, fine. Uh, Littell has kind of, uh, Jim Littell has kind of depended with the women on, you know, maybe a key transfer or veterans, you know, kids coming up through the program, four-year players. And, you know, the the men's team is not necessarily generating a, a ton of buzz, right? So, you know, you got a little football action. A Gundy press conference gives us a little uh, Twitter, Twitter content, and it wins uh, early early signing day or what is really signing day now? Is is it this yeah. week, Wednesday? Right? It is. Yeah, it is Wednesday. Man, I don't keep up with a lot of the recruiting stuff just because there's just so much of it, and it becomes with the transfer portal now. It just becomes less of a deal because you can sign people. And they could just go like, 
it doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah. And I think the transfer that goes back to what you guys were talking about, the uh, it was last week uh, about, you know, the NIL stuff. Um, and, you know, Jake was obviously not feeling great about your, mm-hmm. you know, the, not go under the top tier, the, you know, the blue blood programs that, you know, you go down a notch from there and you're going to have situations like, look, what's happened. It happened at Texas. Mm-hmm. Right. Already. Number one, I think that gets addressed. I think stuff like that should get addressed where you have a group of people, clearly boosters using it as a tool to funnel money to players. Yeah. Right. To me, that's something kind of have to be addressed. I would think at some point, but number two, I think the transfer portal stuff, because at the end of the day, guys want to play. Yeah. You got a dude wants to play. They play. Go ahead. Austin Stogner is going to South Carolina as well. He's joining Spencer Rattler over there. Wow. So, yeah, there's the there's the South Carolina pipeline. <laughs> the state of South Carolina that? and Oklahoma have made trades. They said, okay, we're going to give you <laughs> we're gonna give you Brevenables in exchange for Yeah. Spencer Rattler and Austin Stockner. <laughs> it's just the, the pipeline. Just <laughs> who in the world hit another three? Did Bryce Williams hit another three? My video crashed. Oh my, my game God. video. My game video crashed. Not, no, not my ESPN Zoom. Plus. Yeah. The plus, baby. It stinks. <laughs> oh my God. This game has just turned into a this second half has turned into like half street fight. That guy with the top knot is this he's one of those dudes. That you like, you look at him and you're like, what's he doing here? Yeah, it was Bryce Williams. You're like, look at this dude. You're like, what is he doing here? And he just always finds himself like under the basket, Mm -hmm. you know, open, making a layup, cutting to the open. It's like, it's like, dude, what? He's got this a good game. It's seven, seven minutes left and it's 70, 68. Uh, And there go that. That's, oh. No, going the other way. Anyway, so so this feels like kind of like a March Madness game in a way. Yeah, because Cleveland State's a scrappy team. So I give them that. So I want to talk about one final thing: Bedlam wrestling. This (laughs) I I have been so conflicted, and you'll you'll hear why in a second. Uh, But Bedlam wrestling, uh, Oklahoma State dominated thirty-one to three. But a lot of people aren't talking about that. They're talking about the post-game shenanigans. The, the kerfuffle. <laughs> the, ker- the kerfuffle, yeah. And <laughs> do you want to give your thoughts on it first? <laughs> well, we we obviously <laughs> went back and forth on this. Yeah. You know, in our in our little Slack chat, you you and my, myself and the Jacob. Yeah. And I won't repeat everything I said there. <laughs> yeah. But but I would say this. There is no more testosterone laden group of athletes mm-hmm. than wrestlers. They're all 
I mean, they're all ready to go at it at a moment's notice. Yeah. Bryce Williams just hit another three. Nice. If yeah. you do not have your will prepared, I don't know what we, we get it. You got to get ready. Something. So, I mean, the asteroid is nearby or something. <laughs> He's five of eight. Yeah. Now. Five of eight from three. That's five pretty impressive. So anyway, so. Uh, Ooh, no foul call there. Okay. Continue. You know, listen, OU just, just got done getting, you know, bent over and <laughs> railroaded. Yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better term. Yeah. Come, like... come on. That was just, you know, keep in mind, this is a wrestling program that dodged us. They dodged OSU one year. Okay. Where I think they, we only wrestled them once or they didn't wrestle us at all or some nonsense. Yeah. Right. It was ridiculous. Um, I mean, that was, that, that was just, oh my God. And then of all things for the heavyweight dude to get chippy with Ferrari, <laughs> Ferrari takes him down. I, I think there was a dude behind Heinzelman that like kind of helped and full, full disclaimer. I actually went to high school with Josh Heinzelman. He was a great above me. And he he's a two time state champion in heavyweight. He was he was nice to me. Uh, I announced uh, a lot of Piedmont wrestling duels that he was you know wrestling in. Uh, he was I, like we we don't have like a, a close relationship. Yeah, but we talked and we've been cordial. He's been nothing but great to me. I ran into him at Coney Island once. I was like, oh hey, dude, what's up? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing in Stillwater? Um, but. Yeah, he's been nothing but great to me. But I, so it, it's a weird line between like, hey, you're, the oh, it's oh, the OSU guy versus your high school guy. And I, you know, I know, I personally know Heinzman more. Not a whole lot, but I know him more. So, um, when I'm looking at the video, you know, and there's probably a part they didn't cut out. I'm assuming Ferrari's talking smack and, you know, you don't want to kick a dead horse and that's what it felt like. So he retaliates a little bit and then Ferrari's just like, all right, I'm going to tackle you now. Like (laughs) when you, when you aim for the, when you aim for the 197 pound cane of the NCAA, you best not miss that he missed. And, and what's funny, you also think about it from, you know, as wrestlers go, I don't think in, in my high school, when, when I was in high school, we had a decent wrestling team. Yeah. Nothing world-class. We had, we usually had, you know, when I was coming up through like junior high and high school, uh, you know, we had, we had one or two kids that would compete for state titles here and there. And those guys, they were never going to punch you. They would that like yeah. any of them ever got in a, in a scuffle. Mm-hmm. They, you never saw any of them take a swing. Yeah. They just took took a dude down because <laughs> that's what they're good at. <laughs> they just take a dude down. By the way, Bryce Thompson just went for the heat check and yeah, uh, and uh, missed, but then turned right around and stole the pass and yeah. went in for a layup. 
I think he's got 25, 27 points or something. That's phenomenal. But hey, let's say this. Bo Hardy, who's a walk-on for football at Oklahoma State, he was also a wrestler at Piedmont. So I'm just like, we're not all bad guys. Like, I feel like I feel like <laughs> I have to stick up for Piedmont just a little bit. But you know, you he, he's a junior now. So, you know, you could argue all oh, he's a little removed or red shirt junior, whatever. Yeah. But I, I guess this goes back a couple months because AJ Ferrari's dad, which I I feel like with the Ferrari family, it's kind of like <laughs> it feels like he said, she said. Yeah. So and I watched the video and it almost it all it kind of feels doctored. Still right. because I'm looking at the slap, and the slap does not match the sound. Because the sound sounds really loud, but I'll look at this again. I'm looking at the it now. sound. The sound sounds like somebody really like yeah. smacked somebody, right? Yeah, and it kind of looks like he like pushed him. Oh lord! So this is what he says. This past summer at UWW Junior Nationals, <laughs> my son Anthony was checking in for a match as OU heavyweight Josh Heinzelman finished his match. We had no history with him. And didn't even know who he was until this happened, which the reading sound all, effects here, people. First of all, how did you not know him? You wrestled like they wrestled twice. His match was following like Ferrari's match followed Heinzelman's match on the order. So I get if you don't know him, but not heard of him. And it's like <laughs> says full details on Facebook. I I'm gonna I got to watch this again. Is there like a neck slapping thing? I don't get it. Oh, God. <laughs> that looks like a, like, have you ever heard of necking? What? That may be the wrong term, but there'd be a thing like that. This was when, like, when I was in middle school called like, you would neck somebody like that and just hit them in the back of the neck. Yeah. Never heard of that. As like a joke, but I, I don't know. I need, to, I need to talk to. I actually announced a Piedmont wrestling duel the other night. That if I if I announce one again this year, I need to ask like Coach Ford, like, "Hey, did you see what happened there?" <laughs> and I like he's like that. Hey, that's not my fault. Like, co- shout out Coach Ford. Uh, yeah. he, he, he's he, he's great. Uh, one of the most chill dudes ever. Great coach. Um, so. Well, listen, if you've ever seen AJ yeah. Ferrari flex in yeah. front of the Sooners. Yeah. Well, yeah fl- you got to take that. Like, I don't blame them for taking that personally. Because let's be honest, AJ Ferrari's a douche. But guess what? He's our douche. Like, <laughs> that's what it is. We're kind of forced to defend this guy. Oh, God. That is, that's like, that's what we have to talk about right now. Because, Football's hanging out. <laughs> Basketball's kind of eh. Yeah. So we, neither one of us are recruiting experts. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about our our wrestling beating the crap out of OU and yeah. getting in a post match little a kerfuffle. kerfuffle. <laughs> That's about all that was too. You're yeah. like, oh, you pushed me a bit, and then all of a sudden there's yeah. a scrum. Two guys are going down. Somebody's grabbing yeah. somebody behind. It's I like, felt like that's just like a Tuesday night. I was like, why? 
people are like, oh, they're so classy. Like, uh. Uh, my, my dad, listen, my dad, so my dad, you know. No punches were thrown. There was no blood. It's fine. Oh, see, my dad grew up in back in the day of, you know, Dan Gable from, I Ooh. was it Iowa or yeah. Iowa State, Sounds right? Like Iowa. And, and he used, to, he, there was a story he told me of a match and I think it was in GIA. It had to be. My dad wouldn't have been at a match in, you know, in Iowa. Uh, but I think it was in Gallagher Hall, which is what it was called at that time. And uh, it was, it was Gable. I believe it was Gable or it might've been a different famous like wrestler, you know, opponent wrestler who, who came up in the came up in the stands after somebody <laughs> who was doing a little too much chirping, um, and that was back when they you know didn't wear the you know the ear protectors, the headgear. Oh. Uh, I mean, these dudes were these dudes were mean. They were mean. Oh, he if he told me that once, he told me a hundred times. But he used to love to go to the wrestling matches in Gallagher you know, back in the day. I mean, we're talking back in the day. I mean, he was going up there in the fifties and sixties going to wrestling matches yeah. that far back. So, I mean, yeah, I always use the wrestling powers and I'll say that like Piedmont wrestling duels. I, I, I went to, I haven't gone to like a full house OSU wrestling duel. I went to Bedlam and I was, I mean, uh, last year and that was, you know, that was pretty fun. That was rowdy and all, and all that. I have a I have a hard time watching it because it's so stressful yeah. to me. Yeah, it's like it's a little I, suspect too. So it's a little because they're in those compromising positions. You're like, mm. oh, I don't. I just it's like, yeah. It seems like the only time I end up watching them is when they're in these high intensity deals, like the NCAA's, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, or they're or you know they're going up against a duel against say Penn State or Iowa or something yeah. like that or Ohio State yeah. and like, I actually uh, Josh went with me this was 3 4 years ago 3 or 4 years ago at least when they had uh, the NCAAs at Madison Square Garden oh. and so so Josh went with me uh, we went to one of the session I think it was the the next to last like the night before the day before you got into like the finals sessions uh we went to that and had pretty good seats and he was bored out of his mind (laughs) (laughs) i was i was stressed out of my mind and he was bored out of his mind so who's shooting avery anderson rattles it out oh we got the rebound this is uh oh god avery anderson finish um what do we got? 79-76. Oh, there we go. Yeah. With three minutes left. Yeah. So there you have it. Should we, we I think we might need to wrap this up so we can just both watch the end of the game without making too much noise. So <laughs> uh, Robert, thank you again. This was a lot of fun. No, yeah. you're you're very welcome. Thanks for giving me the uh, chance to come on here and and laugh and talk too much about Oklahoma State stuff or any, or or movie sequels. Yeah, <laughs> we need to, we'll need to make like a separate like I don't know if we'll do like an off season podcast where we just talk about random crap, but yeah, we don't. <laughs> we need to talk about the movies some more because that's, that's right. The that's random crap. The random crap episode. There we go. Yeah. Oh, you'll 
there's probably so so many movies that I haven't seen that you get mad at. So just hearing your reactions <laughs> to those will be hilarious. So we think you there guys we, go. we thank you guys again for watching. And uh Jacob should be back on our Thursday episode. Until then, guys, uh peace out.